0: Hey guys, welcome back to Alma Milk Records Podcast. I'm your co-host, Grant Hildy.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Ellie Erickson.:
0: And today we have a very special guest star, our first ever guest star, Blaze Prokop.: How's it going, everyone?:
2: What's up? Wonderful.
0: <laughs> so so happy to have him here. He's the, one of the wisest people in the world, a self-proclaimed genius, and uh, the musical knowledge of: Google. Of Google. Literally. This yeah. fucking
2: guy. Yeah, they call me the encyclopedia.
0: Yeah. That's um,
2: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm course, excited dude. to talk about music. We've had so many conversations about music that it's over good the past
0: to, ten years. Yeah, over the past ten years that it's just uh it's good for everybody to hear what we have to say. I'm stoked. <laughs> All right, well we've got a uh we got some interesting things today. We are gonna be talking about our personal favorite artists from the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s. So without further ado, Ellie, you want to start? Sure. Let's hear it. Okay. Good. Start with the 1990s, right? We're going to work our way up?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay, so starting out with the 1990s, my personal favorite artist, hip-hop artist from this era yes. is a tribe called Quest. Okay.
0: I figured you might.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I did. Oh, I feel like as well. Wu-Tang... Sorry, I'm a little sick. My voice sounds sickly.
0: Rona, but- no, I feel God. especially for you. I think like, I think Tribe has um, they've kind of like influenced at least what's happening like now in like 2018 and on where like Sound's gone kind of like softer in rap. At least a lot of it has. It's kind of like transcending that way. And like, like, w- like Wu-Tang like they had like a huge impact on the game past that. But now like that whole sound, like, Tribe is kind of, like, way before its time with that. So, that was – that's crazy that they made music like that in the 90s.
1: Wu-Tang is up there, but I've listened to Tribe for so long, and I just – I love them. Yeah. 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 And I think on their most recent album, Kendrick Lamar is a feature, which it, Actually, it totally fits in. Yeah. I
0: didn't the know that. The song's
1: called Conrad Tokyo.
0: That's tight.
1: Still, But – Kendrick and J. Cole, I feel like they got maybe some of their influences from Tribe, or I see similarities in their music, at least. I know in, like, youthful expression, then at the beginning, then there's this ad lib of, like, a high-pitched voice talking, and it reminds me of In Forbidden Fruit when J. Cole at the end is like, yo, 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 you got that Jesus piece? That Jesus piece? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: It like, it's I mean? like going platinum voice. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: tight. And um,
1: I would definitely say that my music taste is very, or at least I love Kendrick and J. Cole. Yeah. Facts. So, try right. fits right in there.
0: Recommend two songs.
1: I'll do Check the Rhyme and Conrad Tokyo, I guess, if you haven't heard that one, because it's a newer one. Okay,
0: dope. Blaze, you want to go second?
2: Yeah. Um, I think Outkast for me. Okay. For 90s. I like okay. I would have said Wu-Tang, like Ellie, but Outkast just had like, like the culture they brought with them, like the whole Atlanta swag, like the 90s. Like they totally raised that rap scene, you know, and now it's like mm-hmm. incredibly relevant and, and, you know, like so many crazy rappers are from Atlanta these days. Oh totally. Um, See, so yeah, I definitely say Outkast because even though even though they was pretty short lived, they like only stayed together for like three albums. Yeah, it, like each album is just super profound and super like relevant to to what was going on in Atlanta. Yeah, like, totally. Culturally, like racial relations, and then also just like the flow is just, big. Boy is fucking incredible and. And Andre is, is
0: Andre, so. Big Boy was underrated I did sure. them
1: for my, yeah, I did them for my 2000s. Did
0: you really? Really? Andre 3000 was my, I was between two for my 1990s and Andre 3000 was one of them. Okay. But, I mean, uh, for, that's.
2: They had, like, Atlians and.
0: Yeah, at, their best two albums were in the 90s. And, yeah,
2: and Aquemini, right?
0: I thought Aquemini yeah. was, was 98 and God. Atlians was 96.
2: Yeah, I mean, Box was 2003, but, like, I I mean, Speaker Box was okay, in my
0: opinion. Hmm. I mean, that was. I feel like they even they blew up more with that <laughs> album. I think that was was that in two thousand exactly. Two thousand three was. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. You got two songs you want to recommend?
2: Yeah. Uh, the two songs that I love is one is called Idle Wild, Idle Wild Blues. I think the Snoop Dogg. Okay. I think that's off. Aquemine and I are aliens, and then the other one, is Bombs Over Baghdad," is like just like one of my favorite Outkast songs. Dope.
1: I totally thought Aquemian was from two thousands. Did you? I just when I like picture Outkast in my mind, I picture their fashion first. Yeah. And I just picture it to be in the two thousands, but
2: or no, not all the while It's called Hollywood Divorce, and it actually has a little wane. Does well, it really? Yeah, like early Lil Wayne. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that. That's exciting. Yeah, that's
0: a good song. I so I I was thinking about going with Andre Two thousand, but I'm I'm happy because I'm gonna go with uh, Lauren Hill. Definitely one of the best rappers of the '90s. Um, just fucking ridiculous, like lyrics. Everything was so good from her. Probably the best album of. 1998, maybe the best album of the 90s is the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, ridiculously good album. Also, the Fugees are one of my favorite groups of all time, and she led the Fugees. Mm. But um, yeah, Zealots, uh, big recommend there. And dude, it's kind of hard to pick this. The score, I think 1996 has to be one of the best years in music. Like, there's so many good albums. Um, from 1996, but um, I'd recommend Zealots and the Score. Yeah. I'm adding them. There you go. You gotta. All right, 2000s. Ellie.
1: Well, we already kind of talked about ad- Outcast. Should I come up with someone else?
0: Okay, sure. Come up with someone else. And uh, do you want to go last? Yeah. Okay, Blaze. You want to go?
2: Yeah, sure. You think we're gonna have the same one? Because I don't think we will. But I think we are. I'm gonna say Jay Z.
0: Okay, no, we're not.
2: Um, Jay Z. Yeah. I love Jay Z. Um, I think like every album that he's dropped since the since the Blueprint has at least like three bangers on it, like certifiably good songs. Yeah. And even even at age fifty, like a decade into two thousand he's still making like viable music like the story of oj that came out two years ago love that song
0: yeah
2: um great song. probably one of the
0: best beats i've ever heard too
2: yeah incredible beat that's like a push a t like no, he yeah. did the did the diss track on that on that beat
0: oh did he really
2: yeah the, such, oh yeah the summer he, one yeah yeah but that's I, right it's hard just like like i like i said about outcast and like bringing up the atlanta rap scene i feel like even though Nas was rapping before Jay-Z and Wu-Tang was there before Nas, Jay-Z really elevated New York rap scene. Um, Uh And like, you can't really, you really can't mention New York rap without mentioning Jay-Z. Yeah. And and, uh, that's kind of my, not my pick. Um, I would say the story of OJ is, as a song I recommend if people haven't heard that. Um, But obviously like heart of the city, off the blueprint fucking love that song
0: and yeah, uh the, i was i listened to that song today that beat that's got to be another like he has some of the best beats of yeah that
2: and, decade dude and and dead presidents was yeah was, was awesome so yeah those are the two songs i'd recommend but jc you could you could literally just pull up his discography and yeah his shuffle and you'd be, you'd be chilling.
0: yeah all right um I'm going with the game. Okay. I, I, thought, I thought you'd maybe go with the game. but um,
2: I thought about it, but all right. You can – I want to hear
0: I, why, but yeah. He – well, n- part of it is his influence on Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, GD. that was one of his inspirations to make it out of content and everything. Like, man, I don't know. Everything he dropped – like, that was his, like, peak. Like, the game now, you know, he's, like – He's still a good rapper, but like yeah. it's what he used to be, man. Like, holy shit. Um, wouldn't get far. Remember that fucking song? Yeah. With Kanye. Yeah, so good. Good one. I feel like every time um, I hear
2: hate it or love it, it's just like, oh. Uh
0: huh. Even though it's a Doctor Doctor's Advocate um is an incredible album and uh the documentary. Just like, and I think those were a year apart they dropped. Fucking, he was just like, he was like dominant in like the middle of the 2000s. Like, so good. And he had every big artist like on his songs. But, um, I don't know. I just think he's one of the like most gifted rappers I've ever heard. Like, really good lyrics. Like, put a lot into his music in that time. But he's super special. Mm -hmm. But I'd recommend, um, Wouldn't Get Far and, I I know you're going to recommend. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say hate it or love it. I thought you were going to say Breakfast is on Pacino. Yeah, but that's from 2013, so I don't think I can. That's 2000. Oh, 10s, yeah. yeah. I'll go with Let's Ride. That's a good song. And yeah. I'm going to do one more. Old English is a really good song. Yeah. What about that song with Lil Wayne?
1: As soon as Blaze started talking about Jay-Z, it reminded me of like one of my favorite songs from the 2000s, nice. which is Frontin'. No, but I love I love okay. Nas. Um, "Frontin" by Pharrell Williams and Jay Z. Oh damn,
0: going Pharrell, huh?
1: I yeah, I'm going for strictly 2000 to 2009 Pharrell okay. as a producer and the "In My Mind" album, amazing album. Okay, cool. But you know, once it gets into the like happy in like those songs. Fuck that no, song. That's not but I'm also <laughs> that conflicted song because sucks. he's in Nerd, and there's an album that came out in like 2013, I think, by Nerd. That's really yeah. good. Um, but whatever I'm talking about. Just strictly for out. Yeah. Is what? Um Yeah. So one of my songs is gonna be Fronten that I recommend to listen to. It's so like funky, uh-huh. and just I just picture someone just like dancing around in one of those hats that like Neo used to wear, you know, and no. like
0: Neo. Neo. the top what?
1: hat. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, the top hat. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, forgot about that.
1: And like moonwalking backwards, and just I don't know. I it's such a good song. <laughs> and then yep. I'll go best friend because that one. It's one of those story rap songs. That's really good.
0: Dope, okay. And Neon Guts?
1: Neon <laughs> Guts. <laughs> I mean... It's a good song. Love that song. Really? But Maybe that's the, more on like, the producer end is what I'm talking about. I honestly... We said hip-hop artists. Really yeah.
0: So that makes sense. Like he's... And I
1: only really listened to In My Mind by him and then after that, just kind of...
0: I don't know anything about Pharoah i'm not gonna he's, pretend like i do <laughs> he's like he's like maybe the most influential person in hip-hop
2: i mean from a pr- production perspective like i could see it i just like i've never really listened to like his like solo shit you know where he's actually singing
1: right. listen it in my mind like okay. just turn it on and put it in the background while you're doing something and i guarantee you're gonna listen to it and be like what the fuck like this is really good
2: okay i got it saved already
0: Okay, Blaze, you got your 2010s artist?
2: Fuck, this was the hardest one because I feel like 2010 to now is like when you listen to the most music because like oh, yeah. you have your own iPod and you have your own computer and like <laughs> From our <laughs> iPod phase. Yeah, and your friends are like all playing music and like you learn through your friends, obviously. Totally. Um so fucking hard, honestly.
0: Yeah. Like it's kind of like I do think Drake's more versatile than Kendrick. It that's I thought about Kendrick as well. I also thought about like Frank, even though he's not a rapper, and I thought about Kanye, but like Kendrick conceptually is maybe is like no one's conceptually gonna beat Kendrick. Like he the shit he can like fathom, like in the shit he writes is insane. Hmm. But Drake, to me, like just that three album run, I've talked about it before, nothing was the same. If you're reading this is too late, and then views, like I mean, take care. Of Nothing is the same. If you're reading this, it's too late. That's not views is great, but I wouldn't include that one in there. Um, really? Just okay. Yeah. I mean, I love views, but take care is fucking. You know, I just think his pen, like lyrically, he was lyrically the best rapper of the early 2010s, like for sure. Like Tuscan Leather doesn't have a bar that doesn't go ridiculously hard and it's a six minute song with like four full verses and all of take care is crazy and then if you're reading this it's too late he didn't even he didn't like talk about much before he dropped and he didn't even consider it an album and it's like one of the best albums i've ever heard so that's why i'd say drake if i was to recommend songs i'd say uh, that's fucking hard to do i'll say um pound cake Slash, make sure you listen to Paris More music too, because that's my one of my favorite verses from Jake. And I would say Tuscan Leather and Hell Yeah, fucking right.
2: That was three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I could say like fifty, but.
2: And and dude, like yeah, his writing is really good, but it's a bummer that he doesn't write.
0: Drake, oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a lie. No, I think Jake's awesome, dude. I, I I'm kind of interested because honestly, like growing up like you love drake and i hated drake because like i don't know
1: everyone loved everyone drake. loved I... drake
2: and maybe i just hated him because i hated him and you were so into it and we hung out like every day and yeah and uh you would just be playing it and i would just be like can turn this off and then views dropped which you didn't include in your in your original like in your top three in that like three year run or three album yeah. run and you never... changed drake for me like yeah I after after views I went back and listened to all his old shit and I gained like massive respect for him as an artist yeah
1: views was my least favorite album that he dropped really Really? like yeah I like scorpion more maybe I haven't like listened to it enough but I just may. and also maybe it was kind of what you were talking about blaze how like everyone was playing it all the time when it first Mm -hmm. came out and I was like, guys, let's just listen to something else. Like, I get it. Drake's been hyped for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And Views had so much hype around it. Like, yeah. so much hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I was just super over it before it even came out.
0: I think Drake's past his prime right now. Do you agree with that again? Um, Not necessarily. Just because, like, the shit he's dropped this year has been really good. Try. I, just I would, think Like, yeah. Chicago Freestyle, like, I kind of like he's also like he's changed it a little bit and that's what I like like he's different than he was with like n- when nothing was the same and if you're reading this it's too late it drops like but like Chicago Freestyle he's kind of like switched the way he raps almost different beats kind of like different style rap but like I think it's really dope
2: yeah I think he's also benefited from having literally the best producer on the face of the planet
0: you know. no yeah 40 is I don't know he's fucking insane dude yeah but that's uh okay, one more song recommendation. Uh the playlist, thirty for thirty freestyle. That's a you know, typical fucking forty beat that's just you're like What the mm-hmm. fuck? Like how the fuck did he do this? Very cool. Some of the but sampling
2: some of the sampling that Forty does is
0: fucking crazy. Oh, insane. Yeah. Like, it's and he also has like other those other OVO producers like nineteen eighty five who fucking he did the hotline bling beat, which, you know, if you hate Hotline Bling, it's respectable, but like that beat's fucking sick. And the to beat's that beat's
1: sick. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that's like a 50s song he sampled. It is,
2: or something. It's like a yeah, like a soul sick. song.
0: Yeah, so sick. That's a talent right there. Being able he I remember the story of that song. He was driving home and he always listened to oldies. And he turned around and went back to the studio because that song came on the radio. And he was like, I'm fucking flipping this right now. And he just like went back and turned that into a beat in like a day.
2: That's sick. just I, like, Yeah. I mean, he's, like, one of the most, like, populated artists in my library. I probably have, like, 60 Drake songs.
0: Yeah. Facts.
1: It's definitely your 2010s favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's
0: for sure. It is.
1: In high school, I think one of the only things that I knew for sure about you was that your favorite artist was Drake. Even, like, before I ever talked to you, then I was, like, that kid fucking loves drake like i know
0: that yeah i will say i fucking hated drake i was like you boys, like everyone played him like i remember my dad saw him at Coachella. when did you hate him <laughs> until like 2014 because i didn't give anything a chance like i heard like hold on we're going home and like marvin's room and shit and i was like this guy's like so like which are songs i fucking like now but like i went back in and nothing was the same i remember one night in like 2014 i was like I was like, maybe he makes good music, and I listened through Nothing Was The Same, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, he just, it's like the same thing, like, now he drops songs like 2C Slide. They're fucking awful. And, like, I don't know why, he's commercial enough, he doesn't need to do that, but, like... He is pretty commercial. Yeah. That's
1: what's so irritating about him to me. It's like, you don't need to do those things, you don't need to be, like, all over, not even all over the media, but, like, having those youtube videos about you where you're like yeah my outfit's worth like 50 grand or like 40 grand it's like yeah we already know that you do that you don't need to like commercialize yourself more as that yeah and i just i don't know maybe it's my own like personal thoughts and feelings about him that get in the way of his music for me uh-huh. but like he's a respectable artist for sure maybe just not like a respectable <laughs> He's a respectable person. Just not a respectable
0: person. Sheesh. You should ask his, his
2: son, like, you know, how's your dad from, like, a, yeah, what's a purely human perspective? Yeah, is he all right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, I knew you would say Drake, but I think it's justified, <laughs> and I think Ellie's also right. I think he's kind of a sellout, but I, mm-hmm. he has the, ta- the talent and the... Everything yeah. is pretty undeniable.
1: I, I completely get what you mean, though, because my artist is obviously very geared towards me. So, yeah, right. I mean, it's our personal favorites. You can't argue with that.
0: Yeah. With that being said, what is yours, Ellie? Tyler. Okay, there you go.
1: <laughs> See, I at first was like Kendrick because Kendrick is really, really what got me into rap music. I think I've talked about it before. But Kendrick... I could listen to his entire discography all the way through and not have a skip in a song. Truthfully, I think that he is one of the absolute greatest artists on this planet Earth. Um, But I'm going with Tyler because he's more underrated. That's like the only reason why I'm going for him. But I also... I'm obsessed with him. So how much now? Nah, yeah. Um, yeah. what? How much
2: credit do you think Odd Future deserves for Tyler?
1: I don't think I think Tyler gets more credit than he deserves for Odd Future in general. Um, but I also think that I honestly don't even know like the full story of like how Odd Future was formed or like who mm. really started it. Like I know that Tyler made a website and drew a donut and then posted it online and then they all started like posting their music and shit. So like maybe Tyler was the first like creator. Tyler the creator. But I don't know if he deserves like the full credit because Mm -hmm. obviously it was a group effort. Obviously they had to make their own shit and make their own music.
0: Yeah. I feel like like Odd Future was like like that gave all of them the platform. So, like, it helped. Like, I, I mean, Earl and all, like, they could have been big, but like, Tyler fucking, what he's done with his music, like, where it's gone. Like, you know, he could have just, he could be like successful, like, on a smaller level if he just kept like rapping the way he did with Odd Future. But like, the way he's gone with it has been like just super cool. So, like, you know. Yeah,
2: I think if you lined up like out of Odd Future, obviously, three major artists, Tyler, Frank, and Earl. And then mm. like some other like like Domo Genesis, KC Veggies, those guys are like like
1: Haji Haji
2: Beats. Those like they kinda made it. Like I'm sure they're like living comfortably, but they're also not like huge yeah. stars. And like I think if you took Tyler, Earl, and Frank, you'd have like Frank's like the recluse, like uber talented, like godlike, mm. you know, just like in terms of talent, like peak. And then Earl's, yeah. also, Earl's also like that, but Earl's just, like, got some shit that, like, you could never really push past, it seems like. Yeah. And Tyler seems like a solid mix of both of them. Obviously, he doesn't have Frank's vocal ability, but in terms of, like, critically thinking and songwriting, Tyler's got yeah. that. And it seems yeah, like totally. he he kind of just has, like...
1: And music production. Yeah.
0: Yeah, his production's crazy.
2: And it seems like he kind of just, like, kind of a perfect mix of both of them. And, like, yeah, you know...
0: Yeah. If I was to say, like I said, Kendrick conceptually as like one of the best artists I've ever heard right behind him, I'd say like Tyler and uh, Kanye would be like tied for that. Like Tyler, like Igor was, you know, it's not like my favorite album, but that's crazy. Like a lot of the shit he did was like, just like something that you from like a regular rapper, which is what he kind of used to be is just a rapper. It's like, you wouldn't expect someone to like even come up with an album like that. So Mm I don't know. That's crazy. I agree.
1: I also want to say that I am talking more towards early Tyler of, like, closer to the 2010 era. Okay. You know, like, Yonkers isn't the best song ever, and Bastard isn't, like, the greatest thing that Tyler's ever made. But also, Igor is not a hip-hop album, in my mind, at all. Right. Like, okay. It's, it's more towards R&B. To yeah. me, or I don't know. I'm also really bad. So, at- what, like
0: Wolf? John Wolf Ross, was my but- favorite Tyler album. Yeah, it's the best album. Cherry
1: Bomb, like both of those albums, amazing. All those songs that they put out on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and just Odd Future, the ones that Tyler's in, are just so good. OF Tape Volume 2. Uh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. That That's one that I'm, a... like, really thinking of. But then tw- 12 Odd Future Songs is also really good. Um, but I feel like Tyler's more in the ones that I'm thinking of in the OF Tapes Volume 2. Mm-hmm. But two songs that I would recommend to listen to by Tyler that I'm thinking of are, like, hip-hop-wise, are Rusty. I think that that song is crazy. It goes hard. That song's so sick. So good. Smuckers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Classic. We got a lot of Lil Wayne Lil Wayne. Today somehow. Yeah. Without talking about Lil Wayne, he was very involved in the podcast.
1: That's true.
2: Okay. I, I, I kind of formulated this question while we were speaking.
0: Okay. We
2: should we – should, like what's a sleeper pick that you were like close
0: to? In each of my generations. Be, my first one would be Method Man. From the 90s. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like he's like, as a rapper, just like barely, I was thinking about like just a little below Andre 2000 and Lauryn Hill for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just because like, like, he was, he's one of the best rappers of all time. But like, you know. Okay. I just, I just thought Lauryn Hill and Andre 2000 are just a little better.
2: I feel that. What about you?
0: Yeah.
1: I think I've talked about both of them a little bit but Kendrick and Nas. Those were, like, my two that were, like, so close. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I still think that Kendrick is literally the best artist of the 2010s and up for right now, but.
2: Mm -hmm. It'd be hard to me, like, honestly, like, kind of hard for me to name, like, 90s sleeper pick just because, like, for me, like, hip-hop-wise, i probably listen to, like, five artists from the 90s, and that's, like, not... Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Lauren o, but I wouldn't even include her. And then, you like, Triple Quest, Wu-Tang, Outkast, and, like, early Jay-Z. But, like, for me, yeah. like, just for our generation, and who I wish I could have included, but I couldn't because his Kendrick's talent is so undeniable, is Childish Gambino. Like, he's he's my favorite artist like hands down when it comes down through everything but like yeah like because the internet i think was the best album that's come out in our lifetime
0: you think so yeah for me at least it's a it's a 10 for sure it's it's like top five in 2010s easily yeah that i don't even know
1: if we've talked about childish at all on this podcast and that blows my mind
0: I know. Mm-hmm. That's one of those that you think we'd for sure bring up, but he's, he's something special. I think he said he's dropped. If he, okay. um, I don't know what his new album was called. I can't remember the numbers. Yeah. yeah it
2: was the number one, but he's got one more when he's done.
0: If he would have dropped that exact album, exactly how it is now, put a name on all the songs and named the album and marketed it. For like a few months before dropping it, it would have been one of the biggest drops of the year. Like that album was super good. People just aren't gonna listen to an album of, you know, and he doesn't give a shit. Like he's the opposite of Drake in that way. He, he he's big enough, he'll put out an album with a bunch of numbers on it. He's like, I don't really care if anyone listens to it. He's just putting out his like art. And it was so good,
1: so much more. And I think that that's why I respect, (laughs) I I respect more as well. Childish so much more than Drake, even though I have more music in my library by Drake compared to Childish. Okay, I get it.
0: I feel
2: yeah. I just Oh, yeah. I like from a music perspective, I think he's got everything you want. But then you just look at like who he has as an artist, and it's pretty spectacular. Like. TV production, music production, acting, comedy, rapping, singing, like, dude does it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy.
1: I think it was, like, last year, Grant and I were driving in a car together, and we were, like, what do you think this, like, music artist is up to right now? And we were, like, Childish Gambino has to be doing just, like, the most pure things ever, (laughs) like, at a charity or something, completely, like, incognito mode, so no one knows who he is, just, like, doing good deeds out of the kindness of his heart.
2: My, I I don't really like, like, musicals. Like, I've never been able to get into them, like, just not interesting, like, watching a musical. But Childish Gambino released a musical last summer with Rihanna. What? And it was so good.
1: I did not know that that was a thing.
2: I had no idea. What is it? It's called Guava Island weird and it is did they make so the music good they made him uh it was remember when he released the summer pack last summer yeah so he like soundtracked it with that and then i think there's also a song with rihanna in it damn that's dope and so they're the two main characters and it's like this like weird concept but it's
0: super that's sick. that's crazy i it's fucking on, hate musicals i wonder if i'll like it i'll try watching it. it's on prime video
2: yeah yeah guava Island. i think it's yeah. probably on youtube maybe
0: let me see okay I'll totally Wait, Green, watch don't that.
1: Don't watch it without me.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll watch that together.
1: <laughs> I want to watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's... it's
2: on Amazon Prime.
0: Okay, that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's that tight.
1: One. And he's just like a well-versed artist. Like, I aspire to be Childish yeah, it's Gambino. a talented
0: guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, not to take the attention away from the other great artists we talked about, but
0: Childish Campino, The GOAT <laughs> but of our, our generation. He's up there. Legend. So, Alright. Is that all we have today?
1: I think so. Blaze, what are three songs that you've been listening to recently?
0: Mm,
2: has to be rap? Does it stay on topic?
1: No.
0: No, it can be anything.
2: Alright. Um, Have you guys heard Tasha uh,
0: you've. I think you sent me something. I can't remember.
2: I don't think I have, but... I've been listening to a lot of Tosh Sultana. She's this chick from Australia who, like, is a single-man band. Plays guitar, sings, and beatboxes, and just loops her shit, and then makes her own beats, you know?
0: That's that's tight.
2: So sick. Um, so, Wait,
1: I think Ashley has sent me a song by her.
2: My, the song that I would recommend right now that I've been listening to is Big Smoke Part One Live. Um it's like it's off her EP, but she included the live version, and it's it's so great. Uh, there's two parts, but I think part one is better. Um, oh. I've been listening to a little bit of old Mac Miller too, uh, like Red Dot Music with Action Bronson from watching movies
0: with the sound off. Yeah, I'm sure we've talked about um, a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and then, that's a great one.
2: Also, been listening to a fair amount of uh Kuran bin. bin. You guys know that, no, it, right? Uh uh, Kuran bin. Am I saying this right? Harambe, yeah, young thug. Uh, no, K H U R A N G B I N. Uh Karanbin. is it the guy
0: who made music with Leon Bridges? Yeah, yeah, okay. That's all these. Only- Thing I've ever heard from him, though, is the song with Leon Bridges.
2: Yeah, so they just came out with a song called Summer Madness. It's their latest release, and I've been been really bumping that. Dope. About you guys. Programs
1: by Mac Miller. I've been listening to Programs by Mac Miller a lot, which is a really good song. I don't even know what it's on or from. It's a single. Yeah. I just... I honestly go through my music library, Hit Shuffle, and then I'll find a song that I really like again. I'll unlike it, and then I'll like it, and then I'll put it on like repeat. I feel yeah. like, um, what else have I been listening to?
2: I feel like us three combined our liked songs in Spotify probably have like probably like forty gigabytes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, a lot of shit, dude.
1: I have Rain by. SWV. I've been playing that song a lot recently. I think that they're a 90s band. Um kind of Destiny's Child feeling mixed with Lauryn Hill hmm. type beat. Um But Grant and I were talking about how we think that Redbone sampled this song. And so then I started listening to this song a lot. I've been listening to the Gorillas a lot. <laughs> What's that album called? Demon Days, duh. Oh uh, yeah, I've been uh, that listening. Was,
0: that shit was cool.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to Dare a lot and Kids with Guns.
2: I used to love Dare. Oh, I liked those. I listen to them when we we're off this
0: it's pod. Okay, okay um, three I've been listening to um, Creature Fear by Boniver, um, cool. Smile Number Two by Slauson Malone which is, like, a super weird... The album's called A Quiet Farewell. This guy's, like, not very well-known. It's, like, the weirdest... Go listen to that album if you want to. It's, What's like... It the album. Mm-hmm. It's called A Quiet Farewell. It's really weird. Like, that dude makes some interest. Like, it's very experimental. It's, like, kind of experimental hip-hop-ish, but a lot of those songs don't ever rap. What's and then the song? last... Uh, Smile, number two. Oh, okay. right. I think there's, like, four songs called Smile <laughs> yeah. in the album. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, the last one, I'm, I'm going to say Liberation by Outcast with mm. CeeLo Green. That song's really good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
2: Bonnever, that, that that PD-LIF that he dropped like a couple months ago was sick.
0: Yeah, that was cool.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for um, coming, Blaze.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Glad big round of applause the for the guest star of the year. Blaze broke up.
2: That was great. I'm glad this is fun talking about music
0: with people that uh, know music. It's always a good time talking about music. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know if I know music. I just like it.
2: <laughs> I think you guys know enough to start a podcast. So <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, love you guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.